You're listening to a Behind Closed Doors podcast on 3CR 855 AM. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash Behind Closed Doors. Our podcasts are also available on iTunes and Spotify. This show is broadcast on the land belonging to the people of Kulin Nation. Behind Closed Doors 3CR pays its respect to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledges that sovereignty has never been ceded, always was and always will be Aboriginal land. You have tuned in into 3CR's program Behind Closed Doors. This program explores all topics related to sex work. We give sex workers and allies a comfortable space to share their experiences. We also appreciate questions from the general public. Behind Closed Doors aim to uncover what the sex industry is really like. Our program exists to bridge the gaps. Please be mindful, this program is not suitable for little years as there may also be explicit language use. Please email us at bcd3cr at gmail.com. Welcome again. This is yet another show of Behind Closed Doors on 3CR 855 AM, Australia's only sex worker radio show. Hi, Kitty. Hi, Sasha. I'm so thrilled to be back here again after last week. We've had a couple fun episodes here at 3CR. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just to give our listeners a recap, we've recently spoken about coming out as sex workers and how to do it Mm -hmm. in a politeful way that respects yourself and the ones around you. After that, we spoke a little bit about some myths of big cocks and small cocks. Which one is better? You're going to have to listen back to that episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the podcast. And after that, we also spoke about body piercings and fashion. And, yeah. you know, I think ultimately, does fashion... And body piercings and tattoos really matter? Well, it depends on individual preference. Yeah, it's about how you feel and about how you can use these things to make you feel awesome and happy. I think it's all about coming to role-playing as well because fashion, it comes to what you're wearing as well. Oh, hang on. Role-playing in my brain is completely different. (laughs) (laughs) So it's what turns you on. When, like I said in previous episode. When I was a lot younger, I like guys with full body tattoos. I still do. But yeah, it just is such a turn on for me. Mm. Mm. I think it has to be chosen very carefully. <laughs> I have seen too many tattoos where I'm like, hmm, you didn't think too much about that, did you? <laughs> yeah, it's true. But at the same time, I think as sex workers, I personally try my best not to judge. Yeah, so course. you meet people who have, you know, obviously not the same style as you. Yeah. But ultimately, for me, it's about whether they are a good lover in bed yeah, yeah. and how we can both um, communicate in a way that makes us both good lovers yeah. for that allocated period of time in mm. bed mm. and how we can go away from that session being better lovers in our own personal, Agreed. private lives or future bookings as well. I think that's that's the key element, you know, always improving. Yeah, I know. It, this is also in line with um, our topic today about relationship, mm. how we can better ourselves in our relationship and for our clientele too. Yeah, relationships are so important and it doesn't matter if it's um, any kind of relationships, mm. right? Your relationship with your boss, 
um, you know, not sexually, professionally. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> But every relationship is so important because life on earth is about relationships. Yes, you can escape and be a hermit. Yeah. But ultimately, you still have to connect with someone to buy something, connect it some way with society. Yeah. Um, even those who are living off the grid eventually have to connect with some human to trade their produce yeah. um, and that type of thing. So when we're talking about relationships in this particular context of this episode, it will be about intimate relationships. Yeah. And Sasha and I are going to share our experiences <laughs> yeah. and share what we've learned to mm. bring spice and life to the bedroom. Yeah, true. This is our only personal experiences. We're just going to share our experiences and maybe our experiences could help people. Just giving you a little bit of insight, this is not just experiences of two people who have quote flings or oh you know, no this is experience throughout our years, sex work decades decades of sex working <laughs> of course we have met a lot of different um people i mean like myself i only see men um as kitty as well we only see men so yeah we have met a lot of men in our life and different kind of needs too you and me combined we probably are in the thousands Oh, maybe more than just thousands. <laughs> <laughs> and um, everyone is different. Yes. And you need to find out what turns your partner on. Mm. Okay. It's not just you wearing a unitard or, or you doing the helicopter <laughs> um, and being proud of your body. Like, yes, being proud of your body is one thing, but also are your partner's needs met? You're probably not going to have a sexy time if your partner feels... Is this, are we talking about our uh, outside of sex work partner? Yeah, okay. we're going to give advice yeah. or share our insights for everyone yeah. who are having relationships outside of sex work. Yeah, so yeah, pretend yeah. like we're talking to our clients yes. and our clients are going to use this advice to spicy it up in their personal private lives. Mm. Speaking of our experience, um, I've advised my clientele what to do in the bedroom. I said, if you like me wearing lingerie or you like me wearing certain outfit, why don't you ask your wife to wear lingerie or even buy them lingeries? But I don't know why they don't want to do it. Mm. Or maybe they just have given up, probably. I think a lot of people have given up mm. because relationships are hard. They don't know where to start. Well, my relationship is not hard. Your relationship is not that hard. Oh, well, it was a lot of effort to get to where it is. Um, and I think people don't see the effort in relationships because, you know, efforts put into ourselves. It learning takes to two communicate. to tango as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, learning how to communicate, learning how to be safe, learning how to set boundaries mm. are super important. Correct. very important. And verbal consent is also really important and I think that people in general struggle yeah. to ask for verbal yeah. consent. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Um, maybe because they've been together for so long, they just embarrassed to ask, probably. And maybe it's because it's been stale for so long. Yeah, it's they stopped kinda, communicating. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing or yeah. kind of like, oh, hang on, why are you buying me lingerie? Did you cheat on yeah. me? Right? <laughs> and, and I guess they don't want their partner to be alerted. But small baby steps matter so much. Correct. For example, yeah. having a coffee or a tea with your partner and saying, How do you feel about the relationship? Mm, mm, and mm. listening to what they have to say and then you saying, I think we can do better. Like, why don't we do better? Remember when we first started hanging out? Yeah. Remember when we first fell in love? Yeah. And there are so many things that contribute to whether or not 
you, the listener, is going to get sex. Yeah. And that could be a whole variety of things. It, it obviously starts with you and how you feel. Yes. But it could also be something that you never even think to consider. Like how messy your house is, <laughs> right? Or if there's like clothes all over your bed. So I personally think that... Your room is your ref- it's a reflection of your state of mind. Mm. And if you want your partner, in this particular case, your wife or your yeah. girlfriend, mm. uh, if you want them to be turned on and you want a sexy time with them, then you have to put in extra effort. Yeah. And that could be tidying up the bedroom, putting petals on the bed. <laughs> oh, how uh, romantic. Yeah, lighting some candles, showing them that you have made an extra effort. Mm. And I think that, you know, in today's time that we live in, a lot that's, of... That's a love sign, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is a love sign. It's one mm. of the five love languages. Mm. Um, and in this day of age where women are not only looking after children and holding a full-time job, yeah. it's important to take off their stress load uh, before expecting a sexy time with them. You know, yeah. when you're stressed out, you're not going to be thinking about sex. Well, men do. Well, it's a bit different, <laughs> is it? <laughs> when they stress, they need sex. And then after sex, they can focus better. Okay, hang on. When you're stressed, yes, I agree, you need sex. But that's kind of like a wham-bam quickie versus a, that's, hey, let's have an intimate, slow correct. moment together. Yeah, I know. But I guess different people are different. That's why we have this clientele at rush hour during lunchtime because they are stressed at work. They just need to release wham, bam, thank you, and then they can focus better at, at work. And what's the consistent factor there? It's time. Like people have such limited time yeah. that if you are so stressed because you have such little time, that means your window to have sex is only so small. I know. It sounds like romance is dead. No, you need to prioritize (laughs) romance. People need to prioritize their sexual health. Mm. And as sex workers, we acknowledge how important sexual health is. So in our everyday society where people don't talk about sex, oh, it's taboo. The truth is, sex is so important. It is important. When you have a healthy sexual life, mm-hmm. uh, one that respects yourself, your partners, the mm. people around you, when you know that you are looking after your sexual health in the way that reduces risk of STDs, yeah. you can be happy, you can be proud yes. of yourself. When I first started out in sex work, going to MSHC, Melbourne yes. Sexual Health Clinic, I was always so shy. Like quickly wear the Me hat. Me too. The I was so shy and also very scared. Yeah. But the truth is, you know, I'm so proud of everyone who goes there to get tested because good on you. You're yes. looking after your sexual health. I used to be so embarrassed going in there because, you know, it's not really a thing that I used to do back in Singapore because people will start judging you. I feel like I'm going to be judged if I go inside that place. But now, no. Because I'm very proud of that I'm actually taking care of myself That's Mm. why I'm there every three months I think we've sort of reached a level where People are going to judge you anyway True (laughs) So just do you and F what they think about you And the truth is Those who judge you It's not a reflection of you Mm. It's a reflection on them Mm -mm. And how either close-minded or narrow-minded they are with the way they're thinking. I personally do hope they are getting their sexual health (laughs) needs met. Yes. Because I think that when you don't look after your sexual health uh, or your needs, 
then there's a lot of crankiness and stress. I'm a short fuse when I don't get my fix. Sis, not many listeners, I mean the general public, know about Melbourne Sexual Health Clinic that they actually provide free testing and also confidential with your names as well. If you want to get tested, just go, just Google Melbourne Sexual Health Clinic. It's in Carlton. I'm pretty sure it's 580 Swanston Street. Make a booking and then just turn up. It's so easy. So... Do not be scared or ashamed to go get tested. And you should always get a urine test and a blood test where appropriate. Or swabs as well. Yep, Mm -hmm. swabs. And also try and find ways to talk to your partner about this and do it together. Yeah, do it it together. It can be a a really good bonding experience, especially if it's a new partner Mm. whom you're only starting to meet. Because I'm in sex work, I still get my partner to get tested. (laughs) Um, He doesn't get tested as frequently as I do. But for me, it gives me the peace of mind. And it helps me have this sense of bonding to see that he actually cares about his sexual health and cares about my sexual health too. It's about respecting each other. Absolutely. If you love sleeping with different partners, get tested. Be responsible. Yes. Yeah so funny it reminds me of this experience I had back when I was single I made a friend uh, mm-hmm. online I knew we weren't going to work out so I explained to him <laughs> so look, this was the first date um probably after two three dates I okay. said look like I don't think we're going to work out but we can be friends you know we haven't crossed the boundaries we haven't like you know made out or kissed yeah, yeah. or had sex or anything so I'm happy to be your friend so you friend zone him friend zone him <laughs> and I said uh, look I know you're very promiscuous which is fine with me yeah. but just make sure that you are doing it Safely. Yeah. So use condoms yeah. whenever you have sex with other people, especially if people you don't know very well. Yeah. Um, and one day, maybe three weeks later, he rings me up and says, um, guess what? I met up with someone, had sex with them, and now I've got chlamydia. Uh-huh. And then as he said that, as he said that a tram went by and went yeah. ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> I told you so. Well, I didn't say I told uh. you so, but I said, you know, I hope you learn your lesson. But you know what? It's not the end of the world. Chlamydia can be treated. So people always get so paranoid about STI. You know what? You can be treated, but it's better to prevent rather than getting treated. The reason for that as well is because there's such a thing called antibiotic resistance. And that means Mm. if you have the same antibiotic so many times, then it reduces the efficacy of that drug. Also, to prevent getting infected with HIV, you can also get prescripted with um, PrEP. Yeah, PrEP Mm. is a very new thing. Yes, it is. Not many people actually... Especially my clientele actually never heard of PrEP before. So I'm actually telling them about PrEP. But just because you have PrEP, Mm. it doesn't mean you can forego the condoms. And that's because PrEP doesn't protect against gonorrhea. Yeah, all the STIs. Other STIs. Correct. Yeah. So, but it's still good to actually get on the PrEP if you actually enjoy having different partners. Talk to your doctor about this. Talk to someone at MSHC about this because they have that medical experience Mm. and they can share with you more information that's tailored to you and what you need personally based on your own circumstances. I think the more we chat about this, the more excited I am for all of you (laughs) listeners because sexual health is so important and we want to encourage you to find ways Uh, that have your needs met that's respectful not only to your own body, but also respectful to the people whom you are sleeping with. Agree, 100%. You've been listening to Behind Closed Doors, Australia's only sex work radio show. (laughs) 
fantastic mm. and i think one of the things i like about that song is that sometimes we feel especially if our sex life is dead we mm. feel like we need a miracle <laughs> <laughs> or you can just meet a sex worker uh, yes book in a session with a sex worker and we create miracles for you oh we definitely do create miracles but ultimately you know this episode is for you to take this seed And for you to go and plant yes. your own miracle, because that's what we want for you. Yeah, we want to hear more people have better sexual health mm. and their sexual needs met yeah. in ways that are respectful to them and to the people whom they're having sex with. Agree, sis. Yeah. <sighs> for those people who are in this boat where they feel like, oh, they need a miracle, they're not getting sex at home. Oh no, they can only see sex workers to get their fantasies and needs met. That's not true. Not true. That's not true. Mm-mm. I want to dispel that for you. Tell you that miracles do exist. Yeah. And it starts with you. Yeah. There's this really beautiful quote that fortune favors those who try and who put in effort. Effort. Yeah. And what you need to do is put an effort into that relationship that is. Perhaps, quote unquote, stale. It needs revival. You need to breathe air and life into it. You can't just expect it to be 
amazing. You need to think back again how, why you date that person and why your sex life was so great at that time. You need to think back and maybe communicate with your partner and talk about it again. As we age, people do change. Mm-hmm. I'm specifically referring to older couples yeah. who've been together for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. They are both still worthy yeah. of having their sexual needs met mm. uh, and still worthy of being loved and looked at with value and admiration. You know, after you have children, the body changes. Yeah. And I think that a man who is really respectful of his partner who's born him the children yeah. needs to pay that acknowledgement. Correct. And it's only when they show that they're willing to rise up to be that amazing partner mm. who's who's willing to say, that's my woman, that's my wife, that's yeah. my girlfriend. Say, I'm willing to do not only 50%, I'm going to do 100%. Yeah. And yeah. give to the relationship what it needs. Then only they will get what they want yeah, eventually. Course. That's agreed. Is, is that what something that you practice at home? Yeah, I yeah. absolutely believe that everyone should give 100%, not a 50%. Because mm-hmm. if two people give 50%, someone's going to fall short and there'll be a gap and yeah. then there'll be problems. But if both people give 100%, then there'll always be overlap. Yeah. Um, like my partner always, we always make effort to go on dates every week, especially on weekends. Like date nights, we go for, for movies or just for a restaurant, for a feed. He loves me in lingeries. So usually I'll put on a really nice lingerie under my clothes. And yeah, we're definitely going to get a sexy time after that date night. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice because it feels like you're back when you're first dating, right? right? You're keeping it fresh. It's keeping it fresh. Yes, it is. Um, I've been in a relationship before and it just got really stale. And I've had dated a guy in the past where sometimes I put on lingerie and he didn't even acknowledge it. Mm. So all those effort is just on one side. So, yeah. So you feel like you're being rejected. That's why the relationship didn't work. I think a lot of people expect it to be one-sided. The media, TV, magazines, it's all about the female doing her hair, the nails, the clothes, the lingerie, the shoes. Well, what do the men do? Mm, Tell me. (laughs) I'm, I'm with you. Like with my partner, he always put a bit of effort. He knows I'm into fashion and he always put effort to dress well. And yeah, and... I like men who put a bit of effort. At least, you know, I, I'm not that kind of girl who wants 100% of him. But, you know, at least a bit of effort actually turns me on. We're going to play a song for you. It's by Meryl Banridge and it is called Mouth. I want you to listen to these lyrics because we're going to discuss that shortly right after. I don't know where they go Kiss me on my salty lips I bet you feel a Crazy, but for me, we'll be famous on TV. Would it be my fault if I could turn you on? Would I be so bad if I could turn you on? When I kiss your mouth, I wanna taste it. Turn you upside down, don't wanna waste it. I jump on you, you jump on me. Push me out and even though you know I love you 
that was Meryl Banridge Mouth. I'm sure you heard some of those lyrics. It says, you know, when I kiss your mouth, I want to taste it. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's slow down there. Do we really want to taste it? When you kiss, don't you want to taste it? I want to taste mint. I want to taste cleanliness. Of course. I mean, if that person has bad hygiene, I won't be kissing him. Well, I also don't want to be tasting... Cigarettes. um, Cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) Or that burrito or whatever you had for lunch, that Kung Pao chicken. Yes. Yes, I know Kung Pao chicken is delicious and I absolutely love it. But when it's sexy time, when it's bedroom time, you need to make sure your hygiene is number Mm. one. Mm Yeah. 100%. Too many people, they're not washing enough. Yeah. They're not rinsing enough. <laughs> I know, right? Brushing enough. Why is wrong? I'm why is wrong with people? Like sometimes I said, like have a shower. They they just rinse themselves without using any soap. Why? <laughs> and I you know, me being always so blind, so like get back in the shower, you need to scrub a little bit, we use that fucking soap. Because you still stink. And I think a lot of clients don't realize that. It's only when they are presentable that we can relax. And when we can relax, then the party can get started. Agree. And, you know, the party will will rise two, three times, four times, five times better Mm -mm. when we feel like the person whom we're with is clean. Yeah, of course. Hygiene matters. Hygiene matters so much. And in the same way, the inverse works the same. Yeah, of course. If you're going to go down on us (laughs) and we are stinky, you're going to be put off too. True. Right? Yeah. And that's why with sex workers, hygiene is always number one. And when we get clients into the bedroom, the first thing we say is shower time. Yeah. Followed by a mouthwash. You know, I used to be so mindful of people's feelings and I actually had to suffer in the room without telling them that they actually stink. Oh, no. I know. I've done that a few times in the past. Can you imagine if you were dating them and lived with them? Never. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm just going to be so honest because I'm going to look up for myself. If I'm going to provide a really good service for him, he needs to meet my expectation too. So I'm just going to say, get back to the shower because you stink. I don't care how he's going to feel, but he's going to get a better service from me. For me, I've spent a lot of time working (laughs) everywhere (laughs) and for me I've learned that most men are too excited and that's why they jump in and out so fast they forget to use soap and so part of my service is to bathe with them and to make sure Yes, as much as they're washing me, yeah. I'm also make sure that they're getting clean. Yes, yes. Um, and I'm washing them too. Um, and that is a really nice bonding process. Mm. And some clients, they do try and fight that a little bit. They're like, no, I don't want to have a shower. I want to go straight in bed. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. You know, you, you, know, you got to follow my tango here. <laughs> um, you know, come with me. And, and when it's fun in the shower as well, they're like, oh, why didn't you tell me this earlier? Yeah, like, I know. Honey, that's all I've been trying to say to you. Yeah. <laughs> You keep rejecting. We are the pros here, so you have to listen to us. I sincerely hope that everyone who's been listening in has enjoyed Sasha and Kitty's exploration of what you can do in the bedroom. Mm. And at the bare minimum, all we're asking for is to give your partner a sense of hygiene, that you've looked after yourself, you've cleaned yourself, and you care about each other's sexual health. Having said that, Maybe the partner doesn't practice hygiene either, so they both enjoy not having practicing hygiene. Oh, well, that's so- a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, if there's consent, yeah, 
and both people are happy to do one thing and are happy to continue down that path, then so be it. But if one person is not happy, please find a way to speak up Mm. um, and please feel safe in being able to speak up. You know, boundaries are not only a way to protect yourself, but it's a way to open up all these possibilities of fun and all these, you know, new fantasies that you can explore together. And that's the same with consent. You know, Mm. people think, oh, consent's so boring or consent, you know, spoils the mood. No. No. Wrong. Consent opens up doors to relaxation, to trust, to vulnerability, to being able to be yourself because consent is there and and you're allowed to do what you want to do, Mm. you know? And if you are not sure, ask. Yeah, ask. And when you got the green light and the thumbs up, woohoo! A lot of people stop asking and then they become disappointed at the service. You need to start, open up your mouth and ask questions. Yeah. People can't read your mind. We're not wizards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, that's all the time we have for today, Sasha. Uh-huh. Time flies. Time flies. You've been listening to Behind Closed Doors at 3CR 855 AM, Australia's only sex work radio show. This is a replay from an episode of Behind Closed Doors. We sincerely hope you enjoy this episode as much as we have enjoyed producing it. <laughs>